welcome to our first ever episode of Coffee Clutch, starring myself, Sabrina, and I'm Ben. We probably can't see because he's definitely out of frame, <laughs> um, but you can hear him, so that's always a plus. This is the first episode of Coffee Clutch, right? Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. You ready? Hey. Ready? Hey, 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 hey. Ah. And then ASMR time. Right? I just brushed my teeth, I'm if, not gonna lie. If you are, yeah, if you are watching, just listening to this, this is probably brutal so far. Yeah. <laughs> this is a show where we always talk about what we do in the morning. Like, we always talk in the morning to each other. Yeah, so basically, the point of the show, it was inspired by the fact that whenever I get up in the morning, the first thing I always do is I grab my cup of coffee and I sit whoever is around down and um, we gossip. So <laughs> hence the name Coffee Clutch. So we decided to look into what we should gossip on this episode. You don't need to tell them that we look into it. That makes us look unnatural. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but we, we usually just think of it on the spot. Like oh, what, oh. What, what would we have talked about what we decided to save? True. So I watch a lot of football. I watch a lot of the NFL and you can hear I don't. Yeah, you can hear about my takes on the NFL on Dear Hollow Heroes. Self plug. Anyway. So we that was a roll of the eyes of the century, but we talk a lot about football at my house and I talk a lot about football. Sabrina, not a big fan. But not really. But there's a new movement of new fans coming into the NFL. A lot of Swifties I hear. Yeah. So, because uh, one of the greatest tight ends in NFL history is still currently playing, Travis Kelsey, he is dating, mo- most likely dating, uh, Taylor Swift, who is, of course, one of the greatest artists of all time that's still working. So, what what do you think? Uh, we are gonna. What do you think about that relationship with football aspect, with all that going on? I think it's kind of cool, honestly. I don't feel like there's a lot of like. Um, you know, sports crossovers to like super pop stars, like dating. So I think this is kind of unique. And I think it's kind of fun that like she's going to the games and such. Because even for me, who's like not big into football, but like when I see like, oh, like Taylor Swift is at a game and Ben has it on, it automatically makes me like more invoked in the game. Like even though I don't really like football, but like then suddenly I'm like more interested in it because I'm like, oh, wait. Taylor Swift is there. Ah. But now it's funny because probably like all the Taylor Swift fans are going to be buying all these football tickets just to see her too. But hey, it's, you know, it's good money for the NFL. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Until until they realize that no one's cheering in the game itself. When there's a touchdown scored and no one cares, (laughs) that's going to be concerning. I think people would still care, but it's just like, they're there for T-Swizzle. Yeah. I, 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 I think it's great. I'm just nervous that I'm glad she's not doing the Super Bowl halftime show. That's all I'm saying. Because I feel like it'll take away people that will go to the event for the game. Because clearly, based on those Taylor Swift tickets, Swifty's got that dough. Wait, who's it? Usher is doing it? Yeah, Usher's doing it. And I feel like if Swift goes, especially like in that, it makes me kind of not want to root for the Chiefs, even though I don't root for the Chiefs, but it makes me want to root for them less. Because I don't want these big games to be just Swifties there. It would be so annoying. You know, and like uh, people that spend their whole life working to see this football game are now, you can go see Taylor Swift in concert, you know what I mean? You can go to the exact same stadium and see her sing. Like why, I'll be a little upset if a football fan doesn't get the ticket because a person looks to go look at the skybox. That would be. I mean, yeah, but to be fair, that could happen any Super Bowl. Like I'm sure there'll be Usher fans who go specifically to see Usher, 
the Super Bowl, and there probably have been in the past with Katy Perry, with Lady Gaga. Like, you're telling me no, people agree. don't just go to see the halftime show? It's the only point of me watching the Super Bowl is for the halftime show. Well, I agree, but my thing is, it's just Swifties are a bigger animal than mm-hmm. ushered crazies you know? i'm not gonna lie i'm a little surprised they chose usher like i know they had so many great options this year with possible like potential people they could have chosen and i'm a little like shocked it was usher like i feel like if they were gonna choose usher they should have chosen like i don't know like 10 years ago like he was really big like back in like 2012 2013 like i was expecting more maybe like selena gomez or miley cyrus or i don't know like selena gomez what would she perform Selena Gomez has so many songs. I know, but I just do you don't live see under it. a rock? <laughs> I don't, but like I don't see that being like the fit, you know. Like NFL and Selena Gomez don't seem. Wasn't like- that the point though? Because you try to bring non like NFL people to want to watch the Super Bowl. But when you got all these people that are like hyped up, you need to play those like the I the Roar by Katy Perry. You need that a uh, Born This Way by Lady Gaga. You need that song. That's why Maroon Five was kind of terrible because there was nothing. Well, first of all, I took off a shirt, but second of all, it's just nothing made me go rah rah. Like nothing made me go yeah. And I feel like fair, but uh, exactly. So the thing is, is like uh, like like the Shakira and J Lo. They hyped you up when they were doing that whole performance. And I don't know. I think Selena Gomez could hype you up. She has some good like. I feel like. Hype up songs. Not as much as Miley. Though. Not as much as Miley. Miley no, was but, the okay. best choice, in my opinion. Okay, but my my point is that I'm shocked they chose Usher because like I didn't think Usher would. I don't know. I didn't even think that that was even like an option. Oh yeah, I'm but don't get lie. me wrong. Usher has the the discography to be able to perform the. It's just I wasn't show. expecting it now. I would have expected it like in the past, or if he had maybe come out with like a new song or album. If he has, I haven't even heard of it, which is not a good sign. I just, I feel like he, he just, yeah, I feel like it's a little too late first time because I feel like you're going, but, but uh, they also did get all the LA rappers from the nineties and early Yeah, 2000s. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't think that one was that great either. In my opinion, the best Super Bowl halftime shows have been by women. I know that's going to stir your pot, but Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Beyonce, J-Lo and Shakira, Madonna. Like when I think Super Super Bowl halftime show, that's exactly what my brain goes to, those women. And they have absolutely killed it. Rihanna. I mean, like, come on. It's like year after year, they're making these super amazing, memorable. Like it's not even just like their songs are great, which their songs are great, but it's like how they go about it. Like it's not just their singing. It's not just a concert. They put on a full show. They have dancers, they have a story, they have props, they're flying in, they're coming in on big, like, whatever, what did Katy Perry even walk in on? It was like some, like, Egyptian, like... A tiger. A tiger, yeah, like, a a lion, like... Big cat. A big cat, like, these women are killing it, so that's why I'm like... I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here, though, The weekend. The weekend was the one... Bruno Mars... Bruno Mars was mid. How was he mid? Hit. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No one liked his like halftime performance. I disagree heavily. A lot of people did not like Bruno well, Mars. Well, a lot of people don't show. like every halftime performance. But I'm I just disagree. saying, but I like, I don't know. Phenomenal. I feel like as a whole, like the women have dominated the Super Bowl halftime show. And I think that's fair, to be fair, because, you know, football is, you know, there's no women out there on the field. It's all men. 
So I feel like it's kind of almost only fair that like it's a woman doing the halftime show. I think it's the best performer doing the halftime show. I mean, yes, I don't care but who I'm just they saying are. that the women have been better, in my opinion. So probably I'd, I'd agree because I feel like the worst two have been men, but mm-hmm. the worst two are Justin Timberlake and Maroon Five in recent memory. But I, I don't know. I think. I think that it just depends on the best performer. I feel like Justin Bieber would The weekend was the only one who I was like, okay, the weekend killed it and I was not expecting the weekend to do as good as he did. But his was like like really great. Isn't he like the number one artist in the world? But I guess okay, here's my thing. I go into the Super Bowl halftime show with no expectations. I don't expect a great performance. I don't expect a bad performance. I just expect to see something that's interesting. The weekend I didn't know a lot about him going into it. So when I heard all of his songs, I was like, oh my gosh, I know all of these songs. He was so entertaining. He was captivating. He was fun to watch. He had like a full performance. And like, that's what I loved about it. Like Bruno Mars, like I went into it being like, okay, I know who Bruno Mars is. I know who Maroon 5 is. And then Coldplay did it one year too, right? Uh, Coldplay was bad too. Yeah, I I know all of Coldplay's songs, but the performance aspect just wasn't there. No more, no more bands. Bands are just not it. Yeah, no, bands are not the best. Unless it was like the only band that I think maybe could be like kind of fun would be like Fall Out Boy. I don't know. I feel like they have so many like hype songs, but it's all about the performance value. It's not about the music. It's about it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Abby just become a concert. But you know, I think I think Usher's gonna do phenomenal. I just feel like yeah, I should have brought my my opinion is Miley Cyrus would have been perfect. I think she's coming out with that whole like new Miley, album. But I feel like Miley has so much more music to come that she's probably waiting to until she gets like, I don't know, like she could, like but, I feel like in the next 10 years, she's going to have like so many more bangers come out. But that's what people said, were probably saying about Usher 10 years ago. Yeah, but, but nothing it, has happened. So. Strike it while the iron's hot. You know yeah, but I mean? like even if Miley did it like next year or two years from now, she's still relevant. Like Usher could have done it two or three years well, after. Well, Usher's still relevant. It's not like, really not as much as he. I, okay. I don't. I can't remember the last time I had a conversation about Usher until right now. I disagree. I think he's pretty relevant still. I mean, his some of his songs are just still put on your playlist to this day. No, they're not. Yeah, they haven't been on my playlist yeah. since I was in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to quote a song? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was doing. But no, yeah, it's like Tayo Cruz. Like I haven't had a song by him since elementary school, and that's a long time. That's a different period in my life. You are striking some hot takes. You're trying to get us. I'm just, I'm just saying. I bad publicity is good publicity. Sabrina Heisen, clearly. <laughs> my opinion. I'm a realist, and this mm. is why people hate me. <laughs> Let's see how many. Oh, love it here. The love Sab- it here. The Sabrina hate comment counter. Starts now. I think a lot of people are agreeing with me, though. There's, so- ah, yeah, but they ain't going to comment. <laughs> However, as this conversation comes to an end, I just want to clarify that I'm not saying that men don't do a good job at the Super, Super Bowl halftime show. I'm just saying that in my experience throughout my lifetime, it has always been the women who have stood out. And it's not that a male could not do that. I saw The weekend do that. Um, but it's just... I just feel like overall... Um, the women have been the ones who have really caught my eye and who make the most memorable performance halftime shows. But that's just my opinion, you know? Yeah. So, sorry if I 
Usher, 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 prove me wrong. I want you to prove me wrong. And and remind her who you are because clearly she forgot. I clearly forgot, (laughs) but prove me wrong. But speaking of the uh, Super Bowl and of course most likely going back would be the Kansas City Chiefs because they have Patrick Mahomes and they have Travis Kelsey and as long as those two are together, they're a Super Bowl threat every single year. Okay. I remember when I was a Patriots fan, and that was that was me every year, and now we suck. But anyway, <clears throat> the, the romance between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift made me think of our very first segment of Coffee Clutch, which is called Sink or Swim. Oh, maybe it's better if we go Sink or Swim, or what do you think? Should we do something with it? That was just embarrassing. Sink or Swim. I think if you'd be sinking, you'd be like... Like, like, this is why you're like, sink or swim. That's exact. whatever. That's what I did, but whatever. I did it better. So, so sink or swim. Okay, cool. Now I hate us so much. All right, so let's go to the first couple that we have on the list, which is, obviously, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Sabrina, will they sink or swim? Meaning, like, of course, sink meaning they'll break up, and swim meaning they'll last forever i yeah. mean i feel like that's yeah. self-explanatory yeah. but i feel like for that one person that's like what are they talking about there you go um i think they'll swim i honestly feel like at least from like taylor swift she's getting his full attention like she's showing up to these games like like it's hard to be taylor swift like you can't go anywhere without people recognizing you without you know people shouting your name and the fact that she's going to all these like games um, that he's playing at, like, I feel like that shows, like, a real level of commitment because it's hard to be out in public being her. So, I don't know. I have high hopes for them. I hope they swim. I got swimming, too. I don't see Travis Kelsey throwing that bag away, you know what I mean? Mm. I don't see him selling. I, 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 I don't think... I feel like that's, his, that's the peak right there. Mm-hmm. I also think it's so messed up that, like, Taylor Swift has this whole, like, reputation of, like, dating all these guys and she really hasn't dated like that many in the past few years so i'm kind of proud of her for like i don't want to say like it's not like she's standing up for herself but like you know not being afraid to date people in the public eye because i would almost be scared to after so much judgment from so many different people it's so not I, the, I'm, I'm proud of her it was never the volume it was what she does every time in the relationship well yeah ends. you're a singer she writes a diss track <laughs> yeah, you're a singer songwriter if you broke up with a girl you would write a song about it yeah but i wouldn't publish it even if i did well if you were famous you probably would Whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. they're all her hits too. But still, I mean, songs. that is a rep- it is a good songs, but it builds the reputation. Yeah, get it? Reputation, it's, her album. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. but it's still like admit it, it is a stigma against her. No, I think it's I think it's kind of messed up because I can only imagine like growing up and just being like you know wanting to find love, and especially when you're in the public eye like that. Like I bet it's so easy to feel lonely, and people pay no like respect to that. Like we think like oh like they're this famous person, they have everything. Like, no, like, they still have struggles, too. And, like, I can only imagine having this feeling of, like, yeah, all these people are my fans, but, like, I really feel lonely at home, you know? And just trying to find love. And But let's look at the other. I, I don't feel like anyone should ever be shamed for finding, like, trying to find love. But I don't feel like anyone should be dissed for trying and failing. Like, I know that maybe the relationships weren't the best and all this, but, but the, 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 the hatred towards Jake Gyllenhaal over the 10-minute song, All Too Well, is not fair. And the hatred that, like, all these 
people get because of her songs. It's not fair. Imagine being Harry Styles or all these guys she's dated, and now you have this diss track against you forever just because you tried to date and you tried to find love, and now you're getting a diss track. I'm sorry, but like, if you're dating a singer-songwriter, you need to know that that's part of the package. If you break up, what do you expect? It's Taylor Swift. Like, I'm sorry, but like, but at the same are you time, dumb? Like, but on Taylor Swift's perspective, you could use the same thing, being like, you signed up to be a famous musician. It's on you to have that stigma that you are going to be critiqued, judged, and it's going to be tough to find love. Same problem. Like, you signed up for it. If well, yeah, you... I'm not saying that they should be aware of that. Oh, okay. I'm not arguing against that at all. They should. Like, like, that's, that's part of, like... Yeah, like, anytime you ever, like, date a celebrity, not that I have ever dated a celebrity, but, like, I, I would well, know going, I mean... I would know going into it, like, these are the pros and cons, you know, you have to be very careful of what you do and what will happen, it will be public, and, yeah, but anyways, I think they're gonna swim, the next one we have is... I don't even know who this is. Oh, well, I know Pete Davidson and Madeline... Mad- Madeline Klein. Madeline Klein. She is from Outer Banks. Oh. But another, basically, a supermodel that Pete Davidson has gotten. Pete Davidson seems like he's been really floating around recently, dating so many different women. Like, didn't he just date Kim Kardashian? Like, was yeah, that a big yeah. thing? He's, it's totally sinking. Yeah, I, no I'm way. sorry. It's not It's not anything to do with the, the girl. I don't really know who she is. She's probably, like, a super nice woman. But Pete Davidson seems to have this, um, I don't know, I feel like... <sighs> the greatest rebound guy of all time. Yeah. He is the, like, it's incredible how he is able to get all of these just supermodels, which is quite impressive, but I feel like he's just the greatest rebound of all time, which isn't honestly the worst thing mm. to be if you're famous. Because, you know, it's kind of cool, like, you know, and then, like, I don't know, I feel like, and then when you want to settle down, odds are you can get any girl he wants, he's famous, so it's one of those things that's kind of interesting, it's just like, being the cool, the greatest rebound person of all time has got to be cool, you know, so I think it's, I think it's pretty good for him, but I don't think it's going to last, that's a sink. Yeah, I feel like I don't really know too much about either one of them to fully judge. All I know is that Pete Davidson has been in a lot of, re- like, relationships over, like, the past, like, two years. So, it kind of gives me, like, it makes me question, like, oh, like, is he just a player, too? Like, part of me feels like he's maybe not even looking for anything serious. Maybe just for more of the attention. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I probably think this is more going to sink. But, hey, if it swims, it swims, you know? Yeah, and up next we got... Selena Gomez and Lip Gallagher. No, I'm kidding. It's Yo, yeah, Lip Gallagher. <laughs> I can't. Hold on. Oh Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White is his oh name. Oh my God, Selena Gomez. Good for you, girl. He is so hot. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I'm sorry, Lip. Your lip. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Jeremy. He's Lip. He's Lip to us. But or the bear. Um, I'm sorry. I, you know, there's some, I'm, I'm firsthand to be like to a guy and be like, that guy is an attractive man. I'm straight, but like, I could, I know what I know and I will be, and I'm not like trying to avoid, you know, avoid being like, oh yeah, no guy's hot except for me. No, there are very attractive men. And like Ryan Reynolds, like Ryan Gosling, like I know all that stuff, but And you don't think Lip Gallagher is hot? I don't see it. I don't see what you see. Well, you need to get your eyes checked. Like, I don't see what you see. I don't see it. I don't God. see it at all. And ever since you said it the first time, I never saw it. Now, I understood Rick from Walking Dead. I understood that one. 
I understood. Oh boy, I never had a crush on Rick. No, you thought like, it was really. Dead. You thought it was hot when he did like some cool stuff. Well, yeah, like sometimes like a character does something like attractive, but like doesn't mean I think they're hot. No, well, I saw it. I thought he was hot, but uh, the <laughs> so your type is like old men in their forties, and my type is like oh, yeah. guys in, his, in their twenties. Tom, Tom Brady, <laughs> Rick. Ben has a thing for old men. I guess so, but anyway, I don't see it. I don't see it. If of the of the Gallagher household, well, uh, I, also, I would think I would like, think the actor that played Ian slash the Jedi, the Jedi from the video game, I think he was more attractive. Even though he was a crazy character, I think he was more attractive than Lip, in my opinion. I don't see what okay. you see. I don't see what you see. Mm -hmm. But as long as Selena Gomez finds love, because I feel like I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Selena and Justin Bieber and that crap yeah. for the millionth time. But next, next up, up, we got. Well, my man crush, Tom Brady, and Irana Shayak. I'm so sorry I can't pronounce her name, but she... I, I think Tom Brady is a hot mess right now. I'm not going to lie. I think ever since he retired and then he unretired himself... And then that led to his divorce. I think that has just messed him up, and I, I feel like he's a very lost soul. Like, I think his whole life, he were he was this great, you know... Um, Super Bowl MVP on the Patriots and now that he's lost that he pro I feel like he feels like he 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 is nothing you know and I well, he has his kids I know but he has a broken family I think he's going through a lot more than you know the media portrays like can you imagine though like you you like you're you're on top of the world and then suddenly your sink starts to uh, sink your ship your ship starts to sink and it's kind of like for someone who's that that famous that's gotta suck like I think he's going through it like real bad right now and even with the divorce like he's probably trying to be all strong on the outside but like going through divorce is not easy at all and I don't know I think I think he's lost I think he's going through a lot I think he might be using this woman as a rebound right now just to stay somewhat afloat but I think it's hard and even Tom Brady seems like he's this sort of guy to be like a family guy. Like, I can't even imagine how hard it is just with his kids. So I, I, I honestly think this is going to sink. I think he's kind of just like lost at this point And he's just dating her for like a little bit of reassurance and happiness because she's hot. But I don't know. I don't see it working out. That was the most depressing way to view Tom Brady's situation. I've so never seen... He is a lost soul. Oh, I, I feel that way. He's going down the tube. I mean, everyone knows Tom Brady. I'm sorry, but like he's one of the most famous athletes on this planet. Yeah, I think he's fine. I just think that he... Is, it's, he's just... I was going to say, I agree with you on her. I think it's a rebound. But I, I disagree on his life falling apart. I think he still has his brand to TV12. But what does a brand matter in the grand scheme of life? Who gives no offense, but who cares about your brand? Your, not your legacy. Is your brand your whole ego? Like if it is, that's kind of sad. Isn't that your legacy though? I mean, yeah, but it's like it's so superficial. Like it's nothing deep. Like I would care more about my family, about my happiness, my physical mental health. Like those are all things that are way more important than my brand. Yeah, but he has his kids, and he seems to be hanging out with them 24-7. Seems good. I don't think it's as bad as you're saying, but but I could see how it could be, and he's, he is one to probably hide it if it was that bad. I just don't think it's that bad. Now you're making me overthink it. 
<laughs> All right. What do you say? Do you think they're going to sink or swim? I think they're going to sink. I think it's a rebound. But last one, and this one's the most controversial. This one could go either way. I don't know which one you'd pick on this one. Okay. Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny. What do you think? That one's been a little bit. That one's that relationship's been going on a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, they've been together for a while. Yeah, um, but like it's a Jenner-Kardashian couple. They never last. But is Bad Bunny I think she could break the stigma. Um, I... I'm not I'm not big into the Kardashians. Like I don't know tons about them. I'm not really that interested in them. But I do love Bad Bunny. So for his sake and for those songs that I can't really sing, but I like to pretend to sing when I'm infrequently at the club, for his sake, I say they swim. I, I think they're gonna sink. Because I just do you have the Jenner Kardashians who have basically ADHD with people and you have Bad Bunny, who is going to be facing tons of criticism because all the songs are about how he is going to marry or be with a girl for, that is Latina, but he dates a Kendall Jenner, which is not a Latina, in fact. You can check that. So I think that because of the constant pressure he'll face for that, the flack he's already faced and will continue to face for that, and the fact that the Jenner Kardashian family have the most ADD with people, I think that is a total sink. Oh, we disagreed. The disagreement. Yay. All right, so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to do a segment where we talk about whether we think things are underrated or overrated. And since it's October 1st, beginning of spooky season, woo, um, we're going to do some Halloween-related things. So what's the first thing, Ben? Pumpkin spice. Is it overrated or underrated? I personally think pumpkin spice is overrated. I think it's a great flavor, great scent, great all this, but it is so overhyped every single fall. I hate to agree with you, but I totally agree. I think we need more variety with these like Halloween flavors and like October flavors. Like it's been pumpkin spice for my whole life. And don't get me wrong, it's good, but like, I don't know. I want to hear something new. Like, what about, like, I don't know, something that's, like, candy corn flavored or something that's flavored, like, uh, like, what, what else could be flavored like fall? Maple syrup. Like, some other different Orange spices. Leaf. Orange leaf. Like, like, farms. Like, I don't know. Gusty cold winds. Yeah, like, apple picking. Yeah. Weird. You know, I don't know. I don't have anything else. <laughs> thinking of dumb reasons, dumb, dumb flavors. But yeah, both overrated for that. But totally. Next so one. next one we have is haunted houses. I think they're really underrated. I don't think people realize how much fun they are. What do you think? Overrated. They are so overrated. People will go out of their way, make an entire event out of getting scared. Who does that? Who, first of all, I you have a stigma. You did that literally like two days ago. I know I did, but I still have a stigma against this. Who goes out of their way to watch horror movies? I'm sorry. I know you love horror movies, but I, I have to say this. Who would spend an hour and a half of their life to get scared? Who does that for fun? Who goes, let's get anxiety, uh, nervousness, sleeplessness, sleeplessness, insomnia, to 
sadness, all the things that these pills say that like could happen if they go south, you can get from a horror movie. You can get sadness, diarrhea, unfortunateness, like <laughs> death, like it all could happen, but let's watch it. Let's watch a ghost scare the crap out of people and call it fun. No one finds that fun. That is lame. And I personally think you should just watch comedy. It's so ridiculous. So no, they are wildly overrated. Cannot stand that people do that. But I did have a good time on Saturday night. Total hypocrite. I had a great time. No, I think, so I think that they're so underrated because... Like, people, I feel like, think the haunted houses are very stereotypical to what Ben just said. You just go to feel anxious and to be scared and, like, all that. But for me, I realized when we went a few days ago that it's so much more than that. It's about the experience, and it can be really, like, it can be a really fun experience. Like, it's so cool, because, like, from the filmmaking perspective, you're putting yourself in this movie. Like, you're walking around, the production design is phenomenal, you have actors everywhere. Like, you are living inside your own real-life movie, which I think is so freaking cool and it doesn't have to be anxiety inducing unless you choose for it to be honestly i feel like it's all about the mindset you walk in on a haunted house with like i was walking through and i'm like petrified of like ghosts and like scary things like i have a really difficult time watching movies sometimes but for me as long as i'm in the mindset of like oh like these are actors this is like so cool like look at this production design like wow look at that like and just like allow yourself to be amazed by things you can really enjoy it like people were scaring me and i'd be like ah so scary <laughs> like totally like obnoxiously but it's all because i'm not allowing myself to be in that anxious mindset sometimes you don't have a choice well n that's not true because in your brain, the same part of your brain is your anxious part and your gratitude part. So, so be thank you for scaring me every well, single I don't know. time. I like have, like, but it's weird because like when I walked through, like I had an appreciation for the hard work and dedication that these people were putting for this haunted house experience. Like I don't know, I felt very like fortunate, like that this like I was able to experience the haunted house because it was so cool and something that's so different than you do ever. Like. Wow, I'm glad the sun went up today. Oh, thank you. Like, no way that actually happens. But, all right, so the, I want someone in that's listening or watching to go to a haunted house, just be grateful the entire time, and tell me if they got scared. A person that's notoriously scared of things, like if you can't, if you can barely watch horror movies, I want you to go and just be grateful that the sun went up that day. And I, I really want to see if you actually get, if that worked. Because no way. You're going to get scared. That's just how it is. It's lame, overrated. But All right. Our next topic is trick-or-treating. Overrated or underrated, Ben? I'm going to go properly rated. I think it's a phenomenal thing to do. I think it's properly rated. How people that wasn't even an it. option. Like yeah, but like I don't think it is anything. I think it's exactly what it's supposed to be. A fun event that kids love, that adults get to party I think it's great. I think it's perfect for everything. Trick or treating? What do you mean? Well, trick or treating. Well, they get to go drink with their other parents. No, and they gotta stay home their... and give the candy out to the kids. Well, it depends if they're out trick or treating or hosting. I think that's still a party regardless. I think it's underrated because I feel like it shouldn't be a thing that like only like kids are allowed to do. I don't understand what's the big deal about having like you know adults. Like, why can't I be in my thirties or forties and go trick or treating? What it what? What? Why would you want to go you, okay. house to house and take other people's candy from their house at 40? Because it's free? 
No, it's not. Someone else bought it. Well, it's free for you. It's free for you, yeah. But, like, I would rather be the one giving out the candy. Like, give it to the young people. Give it to, like, the next generation. I mean, yeah, we could do both by just leaving a bucket of candy outside and then by going trick-or-treating yourself. But then no one, there would be no such thing as going door-to-door -door then because everyone would be trick-or-treating. Well, obviously not everyone would because even, like, kids... Some kids don't choose not to go trick or treating, period, because they don't like to. Yeah, but in my opinion, I feel like no one. If it was, a, if it was commonly like thought of that everyone could trick or treat, it just be. Candy. You literally eat candy all the time. I don't know why you're anti this. I don't. I don't see a. I don't know. I don't see a point in going. I'd rather just buy the candy and give it to people wow, and then you're keep such the rest a for myself. Person, ben. Then keep the rest for myself, and that's my reward. I just don't know why it's such like a like you can't be an adult and go trick or treating. Like I don't think because it's, it's a kid thing to do. Who cares? I look like I'm a kid. People think I'm like 16, 15 all the time. I'm like, no. This is I'm in my 20s. I know it's hard to believe. You've but... said a lot of hot takes this episode. This is the worst one. <laughs> that is ridiculous. But whatever. Why are you such a hater? Like, I will be that mother going with my children every year and then sneaking a few Reese's for myself. Well, like... that you can do. But I'm saying, like, don't, go, don't be by yourself at 40 going up to people's houses asking for free candy. That's weird. I don't see that ever being normal. I well, know. I wouldn't look like I'm 40 because I'll be dressed in a costume. That's also weird. That's also weird. Like, that you are trying to not be 40. That's weirder, honestly, in my opinion. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Moving on. Such a hater. Crow. Maybe I'll be like, oh, I'm dressed as a 40 year old. Oh, my God. Next, we have Twizzlers. Twizzlers, are they overrated or underrated? They're so overrated. They suck. I don't understand why people like Twizzlers. It's like just like flavored rubber. It's like gum. It's flavored rubber. Why do you like it? It's such a bad candy compared to anything that's chocolate or like Skittles. In my opinion, they're a little overrated. I think they're good. But they're a little overrated. They're not as good as some people eat them like. Mm -hmm. Some people eat them like, oh my god, I need But then like the thing is like when you say like you don't like Twizzlers to like a Twizzlers fan, they'll be like, <gasps> yeah. "You don't like Twizzlers?" They'll be they'll be beefing. They'll be like, <gasps> "Like they act like it's like life or death," and I'm I'll be like, "What kind of Twizzler fanatics have you met?" I don't know. Like kids growing up, they always were like crazy about Twizzlers. What kind of people did you, the Twizzler crew? The Twizzler people are crazy people, but like, we love you, Twizzler fans. The Twizzler, we yeah, but the Twizzler crew though. All right. You don't like Twizzlers? No, that's not Underrated or overrated Halloween music? Overrated. I think they're kind of... Uh, Monster Mash, if I hear it for the 15 millionth time, I'm going to be annoyed. And the rest are kind of boring. Um, I think I love the Halloween music. I just feel like we need more of it. Like, I feel like we need more variety. Like, there's so much... And Okay, I feel the same way with Thanksgiving music. We need more Thanksgiving we music, too. We so badly need we more need Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving music. music. All you music people out there, music people... Make some Thanksgiving songs. We but need here's some... the problem. Like, what do you write about? Uh, the turkeys on the oven and the mashed potatoes mashed. I don't know. The families gather around and we complain about the DC politics. Then we watch the Lions lose. And talk about Christmas. And then you realize you like Christmas more. And Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. is lame. Yeah, honestly, like, that was better than any Thanksgiving song there is right now. Because <laughs> there's literally none. But um, I would say... Um, I would say Halloween music is 
overrated just because I feel like there's not enough of it. But it's not that I don't like it. I love Halloween music, but I feel like we need more. We need more because I don't like the songs we have now. Yeah, well, there's too much like on repeat songs. Like we need uh, things other than Thriller, Ghostbusters, The Monster. Oh, Thriller is good. Okay, I forgot about Thriller. Thriller is the only good one. Everything no, else is terrible. Fire. We're gonna be going to our final part of this episode. It's called Back and Forth. And back and forth, we are going to talk about things that are underrated and impress us about our partners. I'm going to go first. What under What's underrated and impresses me most about you, Sabrina, is I think that's so cool the way you motivate me, push me on my bad days when I don't want to get up out of bed. You're the one that's like, you can do it. You're like a coach to me. I always love it, and it makes me so happy. What impresses me about you is how warm your body is all the time like i'll just stick my like frigid like anemic hands on you and like my my hands get so cold like they're, they're literally like ice cubes i'll just touch them on any like part of your body like your shoulders like your back your belly and like oh my gosh they just heat up like i love having a human toaster it's so nice all right i um well that wasn't that romantic but i, I love how you I love when I wake up in the morning and I get to see your face because it's like, I think it's so underrated how awesome it is to wake up and see the person you love and then just have a moment where you're just like, the day is going to go so much easier because I get to go to sleep and see that same face and then wake up the next day and see that same face. It's just, it's the coolest feeling in the world. See, I really love when, so Ben does this thing where he loves to like blow his nose really obnoxiously loud, like five times per day and it's really loud and it just it really inspires me and reminds me that I also should blow my nose and it reminds me of my grandmother and how she used to blow her nose very are, loud are you serious yeah <laughs> I got one more but gee, really all right my last one is I really always 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 enjoy just the moment where we have like an end of a time like whether we are hanging out we we're talking one of us has to leave and that moment where we have that kiss that i love you and that goodbye it's my favorite thing ever it's so it's such a good way to close out a conversation wish i could do that with my friends i'm just kidding but <laughs> that'd be so weird but uh you know it's, it's an amazing way to end a time spent with you so I really love like in your personality, Ben, when you get angry at like the littlest things, like for example, Ben was screaming at the curtains two days ago because he couldn't figure out how to close them. And just something about how cute he looks when he gets so angry at the silliest of things. It just really, it really warms my heart. I let out gigantic sighs of frustration, like, Bleh. and it sounds like a zombie thing he's whenever like, I'm messing he's up. He's like screaming at the curtains and I'm like, Ben. You know, I'm not, not screaming. Alive, right? I'm just telling them off. I'm like, they're, they're it's no, like, no, it's like honey, when you honk the horn honey, and you flip off you were, the guy. You, you screamed at the curtains. Uh, we have two different measurements of screaming. I feel like I was doing the, I was, I was giving a middle finger to the curtains. I won't lie. They weren't open, and it took me five minutes. But that'll be how we end this lovely episode of Coffee Clutch. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you all next time. Okay.